The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we're going to discuss the effects of radiation and what you can do to protect yourself. The recent events in Japan have raised many questions, so we're going to do the best we can to provide answers. Plus, we'll tell you what's new at Mother's Market and give you a chance to win a $100 gift card. But first up, we're extremely pleased to welcome back one of the foremost authorities when it comes to the health of your body. Lee Erin Keneally, MD, has been practicing medicine for almost 25 years. She's the founder and medical director of the Center for New Medicine, located in Irvine, California, and is the medical advisor for Perfectly Healthy Products. And we welcome her back to the Mother's Radio Show. Dr. Keneally, how are you? Great. It's wonderful to be here, Kim. It's always wonderful to chat with you. And for those in our audience that may not be familiar with your mission and your work, why don't you fill our audience in a little bit before we get to today's topic? Yes. Well, our mission at the Center for New Medicine and my mission is to educate and empower people to live their life, the maximum health span they can possibly enjoy, feeling great with high energy and wonderful spirits. Oh, it's great. And I love your mission. Well, today, we're also, we're talking about radiation. It is the foremost uh, talked about topic with the recent earthquake and tsunami in Japan, plus the ensuing damage to the nuclear power plants has raised the question about how people can protect themselves if the levels of radiation were to get to the unsafe levels here in Southern California. And as of this taping, the levels have not reached a dangerous levels that we know about. However, that doesn't stop people from going out and buying things to protect themselves. So, Dr. Keneally, we want to talk about radiation. And first of all, where does radiation come from? Well, that's great. It is a, it is a topic of conversation in lieu of the fact that Japan has suffered a very serious earthquake. And I think that most of Japan's electricity comes from the nuclear reactors. And a lot of other countries around the world have nuclear power plants to provide them electricity. And I think people need to be aware of that because Chernobyl was the first radiation accident, okay? It was on only one nuclear reactor. So here we are talking about Japan, and there's, what, six mm -hmm. potential dangerous situations that we know of, okay? Because I don't know. We don't know the full story. We don't know. We're not there. And the reports that we're getting, we don't can't verify everything because of, of, of the seriousness of the situation. Mm -hmm. But we also have radiation in our backyard. We have, we're in Southern California, so we have the San Onofre nuclear power plant. And one thing I've noticed that I never noticed before, Kim, is that I do heavy metal testing, and that's looking for mercury and lead and cadmium and arsenic, and one of the other metals is uranium. Mm -hmm. And uranium is what is comes from nuclear power plant. There are other things like plutonium also. And uranium never used to be in the urine of these of the tests the, that we did performed on our patients. And now many, many, many people, and actually if you live in San Clemente, do you know that you sign a paper mm. saying that there is potential danger of exposure of radiation oh my from San Onofre power plant? Mm. So I have seen it. So, so radiation is all around us. Now, that's we're talking about nuclear power plants. There's 400 and some odd, 442 nuclear power plants around the world in, I think, 30 countries. Mm. Had to look that up. Mm. And so anyway, so the potential and danger is there out there for all of us at any one time because we can't predict nature. And so I think we need to be aware, and it is in our backyard, and it is in the air. 
It's in Japan, okay? It's in Japan now, okay? As far as I looked on the globe, Japan is in the world, and we are in the world. Mm -hmm. And so whatever happens in Japan happens in the United States of America everywhere. So I think we need to be prepared, and that goes into the point that we all are exposed to toxins and we are being poisoned to death regardless of what happened to japan because we're just talking about you're just talking about the nuclear power plants what about all the other toxins that are being released because of the earthquake mm -hmm. just like what happened at 9 11 i mean no if you look at what were the dangers that happened when we had 9 11 and all the toxins and the detoxification that had to take place with all those people especially the firemen it, it was quite it was unbelievable but regardless of an accident let's just say we didn't have a a, a, a natural disaster okay from from nature we are living in a sea of toxins. We're talking about radiation, and, and you're talked about radiation for nuclear power plants. We are being radiated all the time, and we're either eating radiated foods or our radiation from our cell phones or the radiation from mammograms and CT scans and from flying. We call that ionizing radiation. So the bottom line is radiation's everywhere, regardless. So instead of sitting around, we need to be, pay attention. We got to be mindful and pay attention to our bodies. Because all this was not part of the world back 100 plus years ago, right? People, mm -hmm. we didn't have this. And so we are not educating our people about what to do to protect themselves. Because is disease decreasing mm -hmm. or increasing? Increasing. It Absolutely. is increasing glare in everyone from 1 to 100 or however long we live. And so what you need to bottom line you need to do is you need to protect yourselves and you protect yourselves with antioxidants. Okay? Antioxidants are basically found in foods, okay? So what is an antioxidant? Let's talk about antioxidants. Well, antioxidants, vitamin A, coenzyme Q10, vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium, all those are naturally found in foods like in vegetables, all kinds of vegetables all kinds of fruits, all kinds of foods that have, that's where you get antioxidants. You get antioxidants. You're not going to get antioxidants in a box of crackers. There's not going to be an antioxidants in there. You're not going to get it in a piece of meat or a piece of chicken. You're not, it's not, not that those are not beneficial, uh, meat or chicken or fish, but it, there's not going to be antioxidants. You're going to find antioxidants from fresh vegetables, hopefully not as cook, cooked as much, little as possible, and fruits. And so that protects the cell because what's inside the cell? You have the cell runs on something called mitochondria. Mitochondria are the energy factories of the cell. And so what happens is to keep that cell going, we have to take care of our mitochondria. The mitochondria are the where the energy powerhouses of the cell. So and the DNA, where the DNA and RNA and all that good stuff, which is the cellular information that makes the cells go and make you know correct create themselves so that's what you're protecting so you take those antioxidants now you can take those say you don't eat like for example i take antioxidants on top of the good vegetables that i eat every day i take them because i happen to know that there are it's absolutely mandatory in this day and time to protect us with the the onslaught do you know there's 600 billion pounds of toxins on the planet regardless of what happened in japan mm. 600 billion well how many people are there on the planet okay there's only six billion people so there's you know a lot for all of us and so anyway so we have to protect ourselves and so i highly recommend patients take 
antioxidants. Now, children have more antioxidant production because they have youth on their side, but they still even need the antioxidant protection. Like I said, coenzyme Q10, vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin E, vitamin, I mean, selenium, all these are antioxidants. Now, on top of that, what's the most, one of the most important things is our internal antioxidant is called glutathione. Now, glutathione is made in every cell in our body. And as we age, we don't make the glutathione. That's why people older, they, we get sicker because we don't make glutathione. So there's four different enzymes in the production of making glutathione. So in order to protect our glutathione, we must either take glutathione and you can't really take glutathione. So you have to take, there's something called N-acetylcysteine. And it's a very inexpensive chemical that increases your natural production of glutathione. So I highly recommend people who are fragile or sick or even, let's say you just want to do it for protection, just daily protection, you can take NAC. It's very, people don't realize it's very inexpensive, but that will increase your internal production of antioxidants, which is glutathione and coenzyme Q10 are the biggies that your body and my body makes. We don't make vitamin C. And we don't make vitamin E. So we have to take those. We have to get them from our food or we have to take it in supplement form. But these coenzyme Q10 and um, the uh, glutathione are our own natural internal production of, of, of antioxidants. But as we age, like I said, or due to injury or due to toxins, we don't make that. The other thing, the other great antioxidant is called our lipoic acid. There's lipoic acid. And there's L and R. R is 20 times more potent than L. And then let's talk about, because there's so many different facets of this radiation toxicity, because we're talking, everybody on the news, you're talking about iodine and, oh my God, what are we going to do? We, well, first of all, 95% of the population is deficient in iodine, okay? So regardless of the radiation exposure, mm -hmm. everybody's pretty deficient, okay? And, and there is a way to to test to see if you are deficient by you paint iodine on your body and however long it's supposed to last 24 hours and if it doesn't last 24 hours you're deficient but the rule of thumb is you're supposed to take a combination of iodine with iodide and it's about 12 milligrams and you should take one of those and why are you taking that mm -hmm. you're taking it to protect your thyroid your thyroid is the gland that sits in your neck that protects you it's Thyroid is the battery to every one of your cells. It drives the metabolism of every one of your cells. So you want to protect your thyroid, and that's why you're taking it. That's okay. That yeah, because the there's got to be clarification because okay. people think, yeah. oh, my God, I, I, that's how I'm going to protect myself from radiation. Mm -hmm. No, no, and no. It's not going <laughs> to work like that. You are protecting, protecting your, your thyroid, thyroid, and you need your thyroid. That's how you prevent cancer. That's how you control your metabolism. It drives the metabolism every single cell in your body. If you didn't have your thyroid gland, you're dead. Now, can you take replacement? Yes, you can, but it's great to have your own thyroid. So I want to clarify that because people think that, okay, you take iodine to protect. No. One of the best things you can do is everybody needs to have baking soda in their cupboard. Baking soda and plenty of baking soda. And luckily, baking soda costs nothing. Mm -hmm. But if you take baking soda orally, it binds with uranium, which is one of the the chemicals from radiation toxicity. It binds with the chemicals. So, so it's great. Soda? So you can take baking soda baths or you can take baking soda, do baking soda in, in water and, and do a couple of teaspoons every day. It's not going to hurt you. Uh, it, there's no downside. It makes your body very alkaline. 
and it helps you excrete uranium from your kidneys. So ultimately, how does radiation affect our bodies? Well, it damages our DNA. Okay. Well, our DNA is the cellular, the, the, the seeds of the cell. Mm-hmm. So our DNA is what makes everything happen, right? Mm-hmm. It gives the direction to, to, to the body to do what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we, we, we are t- protecting the DNA material in our cell and so. would how would we know if it's being damaged you know that's a great question you know you, you you don't know unless you did some sophisticated testing now there is a test you can do to check your antioxidant potential you can easily with the blood test tell if you have good antioxidants on board and then you know you're protecting your dna and, and that's it's not a very expensive test I, I a lot of times will do it but personally i assume that everybody needs those things just because of what i see on a regular basis and and it's uh, we, we just need to be in protection mode in these de- in these times. It's very, very obvious. All you have to read is there's 156 people per hour getting diagnosed with cancer. Mm. Okay, the, these are, this is, and I just, you know, unfortunately all this stuff, Kim, doesn't make the news. You know, here we are, mm-hmm. we're talking about 5,000 people dying here and 5,000 people dying here. But you know what? We're talking about 600,000 people die of heart disease a year? 600,000 people die of cancer Mm. a year? Okay, wait a second. This is serious. We're having our own tsunami, earthquake, everything, right as we speak, regardless of all that. So so we we need to put this all in perspective. Mm -hmm. And so we have our own tsunami, earthquake in healthcare, and Mm -hmm. we must confront it and deal with it and not put our head in the sand. Mm. Wow. And that's a, an excellent point to, to end on right now. Uh, wow. <laughs> Interesting information, Dr. Keneally, as always. Uh, we have to end right there. Uh, we have to take a quick break and put this all together, but something to think about as we go into this break. When we return, we'll have more information on radiation and the tsunami called cancer. Dr. Keneally, we will be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to take the time to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market, or you can download the podcast from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click on the link from radio and listen to our past shows. Plus, you can always download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Keneally. And we're talking about radiation, of course. And in your opinion, Dr. Keneally, what products can people get to protect themselves? Well, I think the first product that patients can get is iodine. Mm -mm. Now, people think iodine, you can get it in its traditional tablet form. I know on the news it's potassium iodide. There's several different popular iodines, iodorol, 
and iThroid and all those things. But it has, should be 12 milligrams of a combination of iodine and iodide. That's what people need to do. And probably one a day. Probably I tell my patients to load up with a couple a day for the three or four days and then just one a day after that. Then other forms of iodine. Because let's just say you can't get iodine. Okay, let's just say. Because, I mean, let's face mm-hmm. it. They're sold out yeah, everywhere. Right. So kelp. Oh. Kelp. Kelp is iodine. And it's a natural form in the seaweeds. Then you can get seaweed. You can get raw seaweed or seaweed. Those are loaded at mother's uh, at seaweed. People don't realize. No, I was just going to so, say, people don't realize that. So those kinds of things. So other there's other kinds of uh, sources of iodine. Uh, miso soup is great mm. to eat. So all those things, miso, kelp, raw kelp, kelp in packages. I mean, seaweed in packages, they have different things. And then they have those little little packages my kids love them the little uh pre-cut squares but in any kind of seaweed good they're all wonderful sources for radiation toxicity and for iodine they're, they they do a dual function so your seaweed is a best bet hmm. so and eat lots of sushi since <laughs> seaweed is uh, you know a universal thing for sea uh, for um sushi uh-huh. now the other thing we need to protect so that protects your thyroid and if you bond, if you use ca- seaweed it, it does protect for radiation damage. But the other most important thing is a broad-spectrum antioxidant. So buying the individual antioxidants would be kind of difficult. So they do have vitamin that are broad-spectrum. So get a broad-spectrum like it has like vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium, because selenium helps protect the thyroid also, as well as being an antioxidant, as well as being great for your immune system and and zinc. And then coenzyme Q10 is a given. You take that separately. Everyone should take coenzyme Q10 regardless of the radiation, but it's a great antioxidant. Now, a great way to increase the glutathione that I spoke about is taking in acetylcysteine that's short for NAC mm-hmm. very inexpensive uh, product that you can use to increase your own production of glutathione which is your master antioxidant how the, o- uh, oh I was gonna say how often do they should they take these to the well the iodine is one a day okay uh, the and broad spectrum antioxidant at least once a day if you can do it twice a day morning and night that would be great and then the coenzyme q10 at least once a day and the NAC Usually I give that two to three times. I'll do two times a day because nobody will do anything three times a day. I just know from my patients. Mm -hmm. So two times a day, the inacetylcysteine. Okay. Now, also, one of the things that I highly recommend is uh, zeolite. Mm -hmm. Zeolite, people may or may have not heard of it. It's It's a volcanic ash mineral that basically has the chemical shape of a honeycomb hexagon. And it actually acts like a cage to capture chemicals and toxins and radiation is a chemical Mm -hmm. and toxin to the body so zeolite doing zeolite zeolite comes in liquids and sprays and powders any form is great the one that i use is an australian zeolite because it's the australian volcanic ash mines uh they're all pretty very good but i think i use that for every my personally I use that myself twice a day hmm. I do it in between patients and you know with water I don't usually have time to put it in the glass but I do it uh, as a, a, a detoxification measure uh, I mentioned Epsom salts and by and baking sodas those are great ways to detox infrared sauna we all need to be detoxing regardless of the radiation exposure 
And also, I think in case, I think people need to be prepared and have foods that they have ready to eat. You have, you need plenty of water. Mm-hmm. So make sure you have good water and storage of water. Plus, you need to have foods that long, last a long time. Uh, like, unfortunately, if you don't have water, you can't make rice and beans. So you can buy canned beans, find, you know, buy or, organic canned beans. You can buy that canned tuna, canned fish. I'd have at least enough for three days, mm-hmm. at least for three days, have enough water for three days. Also, purple cabbage lasts a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's very good. Another great natural antioxidant that everybody has in their spice cabinet is turmeric. Mm-hmm. Turmeric is fabulous. You can eat it straight, put it on your food, make it's a wonderful thing to put in food. Mm. So, so, but, but people, we, we, we can't panic. We just need to be prepared mm-hmm. and be prepared. It's not that expensive to buy baking soda, Epsom salts, these antioxidants and have beans and uh, rice and things that are already prepared, some prepared foods already. But like I said, have enough for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So the other thing you can do, I tell people indoor pollution is worse than outdoor air pollution is you can do some um have buy some air purifiers uh, that's a lot more expensive uh, but i think we just take take the proper measures regardless we regardless of what happens we need to just take the proper missions proper measures and be prepared and eat plenty of sushi too like you said yes <laughs> who's at risk who's at risk mm-hmm. everyone's at risk mm-hmm. anyone alive is at risk mm-hmm. anything alive is at risk mm-hmm. everybody everybody's at risk there's no one that's exempt from this process so okay um, well, uh, any other advice that you can give to people to kind of set them at ease? I know you've covered a lot here, so I and I, I appreciate that you've gone through with the antioxidants and as far as uh, preparing everybody's uh, uh, grocery list as well. Well, I think the, the most important thing, because we should not, it's just like conventional medicine. It's very reactive. Mm-hmm. We can't wait until disaster strikes. Mm-hmm. We need to be proactive with our life in its entirety. And so what does that mean? It means having a good foundation to begin with. We need to be, have health. Health is the absence of disease. So if you're tired and you don't feel well and you don't uh, are not functioning well, then you know that you're not functioning at optimum. So if we do have something, a crisis or a challenge, you want your body, mind and body prepared for it. And so, and as we see, we've already seen disasters happen. Mm-hmm. So we're not prepared. We need to act prepared for whatever may come. So, and I, I really, really do that. It's like, it's like, it's amazing. I see a cancer patient's Okay, and they're like, okay, Dr. Ken, what, am, what should I do? What can I do? I mean, they're in emergency mode, and I'm like, does it take that much pain to get our attention? Mm-hmm. No, we need to have our attention now. This is the day we're given. Let's be prepared now. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Well, as usual, you uh, have gotten our attention with uh, everything that's uh, your great advice, and thank you once again. In the meantime, you can always catch uh, more of Dr. Keneally on her radio show. It's called Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise on XM Channel 170, or visit her online at perfectlyhealthy.net and learn more about all of the wonderful things her center is involved with. We look forward to our next visit. Thank you. Thank you. If you've ever enjoyed the delicious food inside our kitchen, you may have tried this tasty dish. Now you can make it yourself. This recipe is for black bean chili with lime cream sauce. The preparation time is about 30 minutes and it makes six servings. Great for a cold day after being on the soccer field all day or maybe in front of a fire. You start with a pound of cooked black beans, 
one half cup white onion diced, one half cup green bell pepper diced, one half cup red bell pepper diced, one cup fresh diced tomatoes, two tablespoons olive oil, one tablespoon cumin, three cloves of garlic peeled and minced, one teaspoon chili powder, one teaspoon paprika, one teaspoon oregano, one teaspoon Tabasco sauce, one bunch of fresh cilantro minced, and two cups of tomato puree canned. There's also um, lime cream sauce, which contains one cup of low-fat sour cream, the juice from one lime, and grated zest from half of a lime. First, um, clean your black beans and place them in a pot filled three quarters of the way with water, and you cook them on the stove over a low fire for approximately one hour or until soft in the middle, and drain the water and set your black beans aside. And in the pot, you're going to place the olive oil and add the garlic and spices until uh, fragrant. Add all the vegetables and cook five to eight minutes or until tender. Then add back in the black beans, the tomato puree and Tabasco, and you simmer all those ingredients together for about 25 minutes over a low flame. For the lime cream sauce, you mix one cup of sour cream with the juice of one lime and the grated zest from half of the lime, and you mix those together and place on top of the black bean chili in a bowl. Allow all the ingredients to simmer over a low fire for 25 minutes. Serve with two tablespoons of the lime cream sauce on the top, and it goes great with Mexican-style rice and a salad. This is Black Bean Chili with Lime Cream Sauce by Mother's Market and Kitchen. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market radio show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.